Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, Big Fellow. I'm Silver. The Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Tonto, rode the trail southward from Frontier Town. The masked man had carefully disguised his features to resemble a cowpoke, though he still wore his mask. It was late afternoon when they were approaching the small town of Stockton. We made camp just outside of Stockton, Tonto. Ah. Kimisabi, me not savvy why you wear disguise under mask. You not say. Sheriff Taylor said this mission was quite dangerous, Tonto. Men we're hunting are extremely clever. I decided to be ready for any emergency, so I put on this disguise. Oh, yeah. He's heavy now. Good. You go into town to talk to Sheriff tonight, maybe? Yes, the sooner the better. This message to Sheriff Taylor of Frontier Town, the Stockton Sheriff said the whole territory was terrorized by an outlaw band. He and his men haven't been able to track them down. Oh, that's not good. You think maybe if we go to... Look, Tonto, down there in the valley. Outlaws, hold up stagecoach. Yes, draw your guns. One silver. Come on, scout. 
Three of them, Tonto. Use your guns. Them see us. Them swing away from stage, ride the hills. You keep on to the stage, Tonto. I'm going after them. Leaving Tonto's side, the Lone Ranger turned off and headed after the retreating outlaws, one of whom was riding a short distance behind the other two. In spite of the bullets which whined too close for comfort, the masked rider of the plains holstered his guns and continued to follow the fleeing man before him. Guns empty now. Faster, Silver, faster, boy! The mighty Silver gradually closed the gap between the Lone Ranger and the outlaw, who from time to time glanced back toward the great white stallion and the masked man fearfully as he seemed to urge his own horse onward. Then he did a surprising thing. A look of puzzlement came over the Lone Ranger's face as he, too, reined Silver to a halt. Don't move, you. Really, I have no intention of making any move that might cause you to use one of those ominous-looking guns, my friend. Take that handkerchief from your face. Of course. I don't suppose I'm in a position to demand that you remove your mask. Yeah. Ah. Your face is familiar, and yet If you've I... ever been to Arizona, you're said to have seen handbills on me. I've known there as Gentleman Jim. Yes, of course. Gentleman Jim, the most notorious outlaw in Arizona. Thank you. It's no compliment, I assure you. Your presence here explains a great deal. I'm taking you to the sheriff in Stockton. Really? That might mean a quick and unfortunate end to my career, my friend. And I certainly wouldn't like that. Stop stalling. We'll start back now and Sorry, then I'm... but I'm not going. Neither are you. What do you mean? <laughs> I know you're the Lone Ranger. I know why you were coming here. Well? I planned this, mister. Planned it? That's right. <laughs> Rather ingenious of me, don't you think? I could gun you down right now what? if I... You wouldn't. And if you did, my men who are among the boulders practically surrounding us would fill you with lead. <laughs> Close in, men. You see? Yes, I do see. That stage holdup was put on for your benefit. I rode out there with two of the men, and the rest stayed hidden here. I knew you'd follow me into the trap. You sure outsmarted him, Jim. He fell right in with a plan. We got any guns on him? You won't be needing those guns, mister, so just drop them to the ground if you don't mind. Well, Drop them. All right. (laughs) I'll take care of them for you. These are very fine guns, my friend. Just about the finest I've ever seen. He's it. Now we'll take you with us to our camp. All right. (laughs) I notice you're very complacent about the whole thing. But if you're thinking that your Indian companion will get the sheriff and trail us, you're mistaken. You see, he also has been taken into custody. Otto? But he went after the stagecoach. He could... But that stagecoach belongs to us. It's what one might call a stage prop, if I may coin a pun. (laughs) Very clever, isn't it? I don't quite understand. We knew when you left Frontier Town and had you followed. We, shall I say, borrowed that stagecoach a few weeks ago. It has come in handy in many ways. Two of our men were on the boot and two were inside. I see. We put out that fake holdup when we knew you and your friend were on the trail back yonder. You both responded splendidly to my plan. Now you are both our prisoners. Let's go. Get him. One silver.
That night, the sheriff in Stockton had an unexpected visitor. Howdy, sheriff. Well, well. Sheriff Taylor from Frontier Town. How are you, sheriff? What brought you here? Well, uh, after the masked man and the Indian set out for Stockton, I got to thinking I'd like to come down here. And I can help them and you round up that outlaw gang you sent me word about, Jake. Reckon I don't savvy what you're talking about, Taylor. What's that about a masked man and an Indian? The man with the silver bullets. Lone Ranger. You don't mean to say they didn't ride into Stockton this afternoon? Maybe they did, but I haven't seen anything of them. But they was coming right straight to your office with a note from me. They left Frontier Town just a few hours before I did. Funny they haven't come here then. Yeah. Yeah, it is funny, Jake. Let's go over to the cafe and find out if anyone's seen anything of them. All right, let's go. A short time later, Sheriff Taylor of Frontier Town and Jake, the Sheriff of Stockton, sat at a corner table in the cafe talking in confidential tones. Didn't find out anything, huh, Jake? Oh, I asked my deputy. He's been around town all day. He says no hombres of that description come into Stockton. Could be that your friends saw an interesting bit of sign they thought might lead to the outlaws and decided to follow it, Taylor. Jake, when that masked man says he's going to do a thing... He does it. He said they were coming right straight here to see you first. They should have been here before I arrived. Wait. Hi, boys. Hello, Jim. Who is that smooth-looking hombre? Gambling Jim, the boys call him. Real slick with the cards and polite as all get-out. Been in Stockton for the last month or more. Comes in here most every night. Oh, I see. Well, Jake, I... Holy smoke, Jake. What's the matter? Those guns he's wearing. What about them? They're mighty fancy shooting irons, all right. But he's got plenty of money to Has buy. he been wearing them guns before tonight? Do you remember? I didn't notice, Taylor, to tell the truth. You would have noticed if he had been wearing them. Yeah, I'd know those guns anywhere. Now, see here. Guns like that can be had by anybody who's got the money to buy them. That's where you're wrong. Those are special guns. There's no others like them in the whole territory. What are you getting at? I'd be willing to swear those are the Lone Ranger's special gun, Sheriff. The Lone Ranger's? Say, maybe i better go ask no, him. No, no, no. Sit down. But if he's... Wait, the... wait. Something mighty funny about all this. We'll sit tight till we can learn more. Hey, anybody seen the express agent around? He was here a while ago. Yeah, he just went back to the office. That's right. Left before you came in. Thanks very much. I'll go over and see if he's there. Come on, Jake. You and me is going to tag along. Maybe if we keep our eyes and ears open, we can find out something. Come on. Sheriff Taylor and the Stockton Sheriff followed Jim to the express office. After Jim had entered the lighted office, they moved around to the side window, which was partly open. Sheriff, if we move a little closer, we can hear what they're saying. Come on. I'm shipping the gold on the afternoon stage tomorrow to my bank in Pecos. Yes, we do. stage leaves at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Listen. I'll have the gold here in the morning. There's one thing more. I understand that after I get a receipt from you, the Wells Fargo is responsible for the shipment. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's right, sir. Just in the past year, they made arrangements with an insurance company to cover any lost shipments. Good. I was worried since I've heard so much about the outlaw gang in this vicinity. Well, two guards will be arriving the stage along with the driver. We're not taking any chances these days. 
How big is the shipment? 20,000 in gold. 20,000. <laughs> That's what I've won from the boys here in the past month. <laughs> you got to hand it to you, gambling, Jim. You sure can play cards. Get your gold here plenty early for me to fix the papers. All right. See you in the morning. Good night. Good night, sir. We heard enough, Jake. Yeah. Come on. We'll go back to the cafe by the back way. Well, there's nothing wrong about shipping gold by express as far as I can see, Taylor. That's right. There isn't. But I haven't forgot about those guns Gamblin' Jim is carrying. When we get back to the cafe, you and me will make a few plans. after midnight when Jim, unobserved by anyone, slipped out of town and headed for the outlaw camp. Meantime, in a cabin at the camp, the Lone Ranger and Tonto, bound hand and foot, lay on cots waiting for what might happen. They heard Jim rain up outside. Oh, oh, oh. Here comes gentleman Jim now, Tonto. He's been gone since they brought us here. Ah. What do you think and plan do? We'll find out soon enough. Well, still with us, I see. Not by choice. Sorry to make you so uncomfortable, but because of your reputation, I couldn't take any chances, my friends. Get to the point. What are you planning to do? (laughs) You want to know the worst, huh? I'll tell you in a moment. But first, now that I have time to gloat, as you might say, I want to take off your mask and get a look at you. Satisfied? No. Disappointed. That could be the face of most any nondescript cowpoke. I'll put your mask on again. There you are. Thanks. Now as to my plans. I'm shipping $20,000 on the express stage tomorrow. The express company takes responsibility for its delivery. Well? Very simple, my friend. Three of my men will ride the boot of the stagecoach we own. Go on. The others will follow at some distance on horseback. Inside the coach, I will sit with you and the Indian. Both bound, of course. We'll ride the incoming trail. I get it. The regular stage will think they're meeting the incoming express stage. Right. They won't expect anything until we're about to pass them. Then we'll take over, get back my gold shipment, and then I'll put in a claim to the express company to pay off the loss of an indignant customer. Quite a clever plan. (laughs) Exactly. And as for you two, I'm sorry to say I shall be forced to kill you both with your own guns. And we'll put you both in the express stage and send the driver back to town, carrying the news of the holdup and the bodies of an Indian and the Lone Ranger. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. After telling Tonto and the Lone Ranger that they were to be killed and sent back to Stockton in the express stage after the holdup, Gentleman Jim left the cabin. For a short period, neither Tonto nor the Lone Ranger spoke. Then they began discussing the situation in low tones. Okay, must hobby. Yes. It's not good what I'm planning to do. Yes, we're in a tight place, Tonto. I've been trying to think of a way out so far. Tonto, did you hear that? Uh, window open. They're winning. Sound like silver. Yes, it is silver. Must have broken his halter and came here where he last saw me. Tonto, got to get to that window. Not a wriggle over to the window somehow. Good thing them the lighted candle. Yes. I can get my back against the wall and slide up in front of this window. There. I made it. Silver. There's silver. Silver, loosen the ropes, fella. Come on, big fella. The ropes, loosen them. Otto, he's doing it. Easy, Silver. Try once more. There, he did it. Good boy. That would. I'll hurry, Kim. I'll untie my feet. Then I'll untie you, Tonto. There. Now I'll get you free. Now. We'll double up on Silver and make a run for it. They won't be expecting an escape. There, that does it. Your hands are free. Let me get corns off feet. There's the white stallion over there by the carriage. Somebody come, Kimmer, Tubby. Go away, Silver. Go away. Put the cords back on quickly and lie on the cot. Lie down, Toto. Put your hands behind you. Me too. Lost a dog, the halter rope. Take him back with the others. Make sure he's tied up this time. All right, boss. They're not coming inside. No, they're taking Silver back to the corral. Ah, and what we do now? I have a plan, Kimasabi. We'll stay and go through with Jim's arrangements. Right now, we've got to find a way to tie each other up with slip knots. Yet in a way that will fool them when they put us into their stagecoach in the morning. Gentlemen, Jim will get a big surprise tomorrow. <laughs> It was almost noon of the following day when Gentleman Jim returned from Stockton where he had settled arrangements for the gold shipment. He and two of his men entered the cabin where the Lone Ranger and Tonto were waiting. Well, the time's come for us to take you and the Indian for a nice stagecoach ride, mister. We weren't tied hand and foot. You'd never get us into that stage of yours. (laughs) But you are tied, my friend. By the way, I thought you'd like to know... The men who follow us will lead your horse to the Indians. After we've disposed of you, I'll use that stallion for my own mount. Let the boys toss up for the Indians' paint. You'll never ride silver. (laughs) I have a way of taming horses just as I can tame men, Mr. Lone Ranger. (laughs) I'll get to ride them all right. I'm already wearing your guns, you know. Fact is, I'm quite proud of them, too. Let's get going. Yeah, boss. We have to circle around with the stage for quite a distance. So as to look like we're coming from Pecos when we meet up with the express stage. The stage is ready to leave. Stop it outside now, Jim. All right. Carry these two hombres out and put them in the coach. Yeah, all right, boss. I'll sit between them. 
Then we'll be on our way to carry through the best plan I ever made. The town of Stockton is in for a shock when the express stage returns carrying the Lone Ranger and his Indian friend. Both dead. Meantime, in Stockton, Sheriff Taylor of Frontier Town entered the office of the Stockton Sheriff. Well, Jake, are you ready to go? Yeah. But I can't for the life of me, Sammy, why you want us to ride in the coach of the express stage. Now, listen, Jake. One big thing I learned from the Lone Ranger in the past is to do what you're not expected to do. Especially when you suspicion somebody and you're out to get him with the goods. But if you think Gambling Jim really is carrying the Lone Ranger's guns... Why don't we just take him into custody and make him talk? It'd be my word against his. And if he's been smart enough to get them guns, he'd be smart enough to have the right answers. Yeah. No, sir. I'll do it my way. Gambling Jim was too set on making sure the express company would be responsible for his shipment of gold. That makes me suspicious all the more. That's why we're riding the express stage. Inside the coach. Come on. Yeah. About ready to leave. After leaving the hideout camp, the stagecoach owned by the outlaws took side trails to the west for many miles until they reached the main trail from Pecos to Stockton. Then turning eastward, it headed towards Stockton. Gentleman Jim sat between the Lone Ranger and Tonto in the coach. Since the Lone Ranger and the Indians seemingly had their hands securely tied behind their backs, the outlaw chief didn't think it necessary to sit with drawn guns. The Lone Ranger had counted on this. And he and Tonto glanced down from time to time at the masked man's own guns, which rested in the outlaw's holster. For some distance, they rode in silence. Then Gentleman Jim spoke. Look, coming around the bend up ahead, the express stage. <laughs> oh, they don't suspect a thing. Quite sure of yourself, aren't you? Why not? I outsmarted you easily enough. Oh, I guess I better cover my face with this handkerchief. There. Now, when the stages meet in a few minutes, the drivers will stop as they usually do. I'll shoot you and the Indian. The shots inside this coach will attract the attention of the express stage guards momentarily. Then my men will go into action. As Gentleman Jim talked... The Lone Ranger and Tonto quietly eased their hands from the cords without the outlaw suspecting. Then the Lone Ranger gave the signal. Now, Tonto. Uh -huh. Got gun. Hey, don't move, mister. You've got two guns on you. What? You're tired. I don't Something see... Something for you to think about a while. When the stage is stopped, don't make a sound. You understand? Those guns speak pretty loud, mister. Good. I got the cord. There. All right, loosen yours, Tonto. Uh -huh. Take the cords and tie, gentlemen, Jim. Uh, we tie them plenty good, too. I must say, this is a most embarrassing situation for me. Do you have any idea your men might rescue you? Give it up. Use this handkerchief to gag him, Tonto. Uh, we finished tying, and now we gag him. Uh, that isn't necessary. Uh, now, him not yell out. All right, Tonto. 
Step out on the offside and cover the outlaws on the boot. Uh, I'll get on this side. Hey, Walker, hey, they're loose. The Indians got us covered. Sheriff Taylor, look, the last man is. Hold your fire, Jake. That's the last man I told you about. Hold everything, guys. This last man's a friend of mine. Huh? Howdy, mister. Well, it's sure surprising to see you and Tonto here. Hello, Sheriff Taylor. What brings you here in the express coach? We didn't expect to I find... I got suspicious seeing a certain hombre in town wearing guns like yours. When he sent gold on the stage... Good figuring, Sheriff. Those were my guns. I have the man you saw on the coach there. This stage is owned by the outlaws. They were going to hold up the express. Well, doggone, just as I figured. The rest of the outlaw band are back over the hill, waiting to hear the shooting. Then they were to ride in to help. We have a posse back around the bend following us. You deserve credit for smart thinking. We'll have to work fast in order to catch the others. Are you the sheriff of Stockton, the guards? Get into the outlaw's coach quickly. We'll tie up the outlaws on the boot. And along with Gentleman Jim, we'll put them in the express and start it back to Stockton. All right, let's get busy. The lawmen worked quickly, and the outlaws with their chief were put into the express stage. The two sheriffs and the guards got into the outlaw stage with the Lone Ranger and Tonto. One guard sat on the boot. All right, driver. Turn around and start back to Stockton with the prisoners right after we fire a few shots in the air. Use your guns, men, and make it sound like a short battle. Now, get going with that express stage. Now. We'll stay inside this coach. The outlaws on horseback will come riding in, thinking the holdup was successful. It sure is a smart plan. My deputies will bring our posse along, too. Yes, they can help us get the whole outlaw band. Look, Kinosami. What? Here come outlaws. Yeah, good. I see they're bringing Silver and Scout with them. All right, keep out of sight till they get up to the stagecoach. Ah. No, you don't. Don't move, anyone. The mask, Aubrey. Where's the boss? I reckon we can handle them all right. That right. There's all of them. They tricked the boss. Use your guns, men, and make a run for it. Oh. Hey, let's get out of here. Look down the trail. Looks like a posse. Filled with panic, the outlaws tried to fight their way out of the trap. And for a while, bullets flew thick and fast. With the Lone Ranger and his friends before them and the posse behind them, they were hopelessly beaten, and one after the other, they threw down their guns. Well, it looks like we got them all, thanks to your tricks, my friend. Sheriff Taylor, believe it or not, here's the one who really turned the tables on Gentleman Jim. Hmm? How about a silver, old fella? But how could the horse do anything? I spent a great deal of time and patience training Silver to act in an emergency, Sheriff. He loosened the cords that bound me when I was held captive in the outlaw's camp. Silver, plenty smart horse. Yes, that's right, Toto. Well, I guess things are under control. Toto and I'll leave now. Easy. Steady, big fella. Well, easy, Scout. See you again in Frontier Town, Sheriff Taylor. Adios. Adios. One silver. He's, uh, he's sure a smart hombre. I'd sure like to own that horse. Who is that masked man, Sheriff? Well, he's a man that Sheriff Taylor sent over to help round up the outlaws in this territory. And, as you can plainly see, he did it, too. He's the only masked man I ever heard of being on the side of the law. He's the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. <laughs> 
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. 